Welcome to another edition of TM3 Impact. I am super excited and I want to welcome Stephanie Paxton and Robert Elder, the Ropax Group. Man, I'm excited that you guys are here today. We're excited to be We're here. We're excited too. Thank you. Yes. Well, let's jump right in. Stephanie, I want to know your San Antonio Cliff Note version. Tell us how you came to live in this amazing city. I did. I migrated way back 26 years ago uh, before it was cool from California. Like, Good. Yeah. And so I was probably 20 years old. Moved to North Texas. I was a professional horse trainer for like 15 years. Uh, my ex-husband and I had a great business together. And then um, we, when we were in San Antonio, like, I just stayed. I loved it. It's charming. It grew on me. It does. Mm -hmm. This city grows on you really, really quick. We'll get back to the horse training. That's really cool. Okay, Robert, I need to know Cliff Note version, your Cliff San Antonio version. story. So I came, my family, my mom and dad had been living up here for a couple of years before I got here in 85. We were broke as a joke. We had lost everything in Laredo. Literally, they were they were sleeping on the floor of this just flea bag apartment off of uh, uh, Oblate, I'm sorry, Rector Street. And I went to Lee High School and I, th that was like my entry. Now, getting into real estate for me, I wasn't in real estate then. A friend of mine, Rafael Lada, his son, Paul, was my best, best friend. And he took me to the Dominion for the first time. And I was like in awe. I had never seen anything like it. And I was like, one of these days, I want to have something to do with this place. Interesting. <laughs> so, kind of weird. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay, so I, I, I want to spin off that just a little bit. So you move from Laredo with your family, right? You get here. How old were you? Um, 16, 16 yeah. years old. Yeah. And how did the dominion come into play? Because his, he had family members who lived out there and it was one day we were checking on all their vehicles because they were, you know, foreign nationals. Yeah. They would just leave all their vehicles in their houses. So Paul says, Hey, let's go turn these cars on. Of course. So then I'm a car person, saw all these cars and amazing houses. And I was like, wow, I just never seen that level of wealth before. It's pretty, pretty amazing. And that leaves an impression. Big impression. At least an impression, <laughs> especially at 16. Yeah. All right. So, Stephanie, you get to the San Antonio area. You're in, in terms of the horse training, I'm always cu curious because that's such a very specific, highly, highly trained area. Because not only are you, you have to be good with people, but you got to be really good with horses. Like, talk a little bit about that and how the, the, you use that even today and what you do. So back then I was better with horses than people. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but um, I mean, I, I got really lucky. So I met my ex-husband. We were training in North Texas together. We ended up moving here, got married. And he actually went to work for his parents, his dad. They started a family business. Um, he had a horse that was gifted to him by his previous boss. And I had to find a place for him to live. So I was waiting tables, trying to figure out a place for this horse to live. And then I ended up meeting somebody that knew somebody. And I ended up finding a job in New Braunfels. And a gentleman named Don Offerman, I'll never forget him, great guy. Uh, he and his dad had a beautiful ranch out there. And he was actually getting out of the business. And what I was trained in was what he was trained in, which was reining horses. And so he had a, a book of business and basically passed it on to me. Whoa. And so that's where it started. And then my ex-husband, Brad, he was like, I'm not loving the family business so much. So he actually started with me. And that's when it, yeah. 
when we started. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. So explain a reindeer? Raining horses. Raining horses. So we were both trained in raining. Like if you've ever seen Yellowstone, when they slide and spin and like that's an actual event. Back then, the the um, NRHA, National Raining Horse Association, that's what we were training towards. But of course, God flipped the script on us. When we got here, there was not a lot of talent in raining horses. And so we just started doing all around horses, which we had no clue what we were doing, but our background in reining was kind of, you know, I mean, it's pretty high tech, you know, as far as training goes. So basically we were able to transfer what we knew and then that organically turned into having a huge business when we had kids that we hauled all over the country and wow. had many world championships, Congress championships. And I mean, it was a, it was great. We had a, a great ride. She's kind of a big deal on a horse. I, I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by kind of, I mean, she is. No, yeah, I know. I can stay on most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Now, so, so how, how do you, because of that high level of where you were able to get to, obviously there's this, there's this idea that once somebody is able to get to a certain level in something, when they transfer over to another career, mm-hmm. right, that level, you have expectations. So how have you taken that into your real estate career? You know, no one's ever asked me this question, and I'm, thank you. Yeah. This is a great question. So we were at the top of our game, and, you know, we had standards. I mean, we never put a kid or a horse in the arena that wasn't perfection. I mean, it was like, manes braided or you know uh, banded tails in kids look perfect I mean they I mean we were known for putting out a great product Mm. and it was consistent and so I think that's what transferred over to real estate is we are consistent I mean even when COVID hit and people (laughs) agents were putting up like cell phone pictures and no verbiage in the remarks just because everything sold Mm -hmm. we stayed we still hired a videographer we still hired a photographer it was our brand we had to stay on our standards. So I think that's probably what transferred the most. Consistency. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 that's so big. That is so big. So now, Robert, you, you're, you see this house, and I, you got your license really young. I got it at uh, was 19, turning 20. That's what I remember. Yeah. And now your mom was also an agent. My mom would, would have been, con- well, was. I, would, I wouldn't say would have been. She was at the time considered what we now call a mega agent. Really? But a mega agent back then was doing, you know, like $8 million, $9 million a year. I mean, like if, a you, lot of money. if you did that, yeah. you, you were on the, the business journal list. Yeah. You know, now, I mean, the business journal list is like, you know, Massive numbers, huge, yeah. huge numbers. Yeah. So I grew up around, you know, already listening to her negotiate and hearing her conversations about real estate. So I always tell Stephanie, it's like I truly had an unfair advantage when I got my license because it's like I'd already been in the business for several years, mm-hmm. just, you know, via osmosis. That's super cool. So do you remember your first listing, Robert? <laughs> Absolutely. What I, year? I, my, my first client was Vaughn and Ann Dixon. Um, they pulled up in a suburban uh, yeah. there at the Dominion. They were, they were, I literally can still envision them in my head. The sweetest couple ever, um, cut off shorts, flip flops, an older suburban. And you know, they paid cash for a near $700,000 house. That was my very first client. It, how did you get the call? No, they was a, they were a walk in, a walk in mm-hmm. at the Dominion, at the Dominion. Took a, took them from the walk in over to. Were you in the Rotunda building? Yep. In the Rotunda. In the Rotunda. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. So you're, they walk in, and I I, I would imagine you're kind of just going, okay, let's go look at a house. Yeah. We How did. long have you been in business? Oh gosh, I had been in the business like 
maybe three or four months, if that. That's I didn't crazy. even own a car then. I was dating a girl, and I would borrow her Jaguar at that time. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's so hysterical. I looked successful even though I didn't have like two nickels to my name. <laughs> that is hysterical. Did you know yeah. this story, Stephanie? Did you know that story? Yeah. So you borrowed her car. Yep. That's how I go to them, work in her car. But, but dro- drove them over and they bought it just boom. Yep. They were ready. Yep. Yeah. It was under construction. Wow. It was on uh, uh, Arnold Palmer, 44 Arnold Palmer. And that house is probably worth what now? It's I think it last sold at a little over a million, uh, maybe a million too. I mean, it's sold several times over since yeah. then, and oh, yeah. has been redone. I mean, I, I follow it. Yeah, <laughs> it's your sure. first house. You remember you're, it. You're gonna always remember your first house. Now, so so the one thing that 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 I the reason why I really wanted you guys both to come in because I real I really feel like team is everything, yeah. right? Um, I I always you know I tell people anytime it is is that. Me getting married back in what was it, 1999, was one of the best things that ever happened. Awesome. Right when you can, when you uh, 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 are married and you're a team and you're together and you're you're forced to be reckoned with. Yeah. And so, tell me about the the, the genesis of the Ropax group, how you guys <laughs> met. We'll we'll get Stephanie's version first. I want to get this <laughs> version first. Is good, right? And then how it's it, you know how that has come together even to today. And then we'll get Robert's version. Okay, so, <laughs> well, I was on a man diet, and when he first Never reached out, yes, and George <laughs> Mercado, a, a mutual friend of ours, inboxed me and said, hey, I want to introduce you to my buddy, Robert Elder, and I was like, thanks, but no thanks. I was like, yeah. not interested. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't know, I wasn't rejecting him, I was just on a total rejecting man diet. Rejecting all men. <laughs> All men in general. <laughs> that is hysterical. I've never heard that term before. That is real. Yeah. I like that. Keep going. Yeah. And so fast forward. I mean, you were in Houston, right? Or just coming back. I from had Houston. just come back from Houston. And you called me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember he called me about a deal. I had a, a listing in the same neighborhood he had a listing in and mine sold quickly and his didn't. And so he called. <laughs> and so he yeah. was asking me, what did you do? I'm like, priced it right. Yeah. I don't remember. I had a snarky I, remark. I have such and a different <laughs> version. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. And so, but <clears throat> you know, then um, I I went off my band diet, and I I was I was just kind of dating this other guy that he was actually dating his ex wife, and <laughs> I, it was weird. And I was I heard all these bad things about Robert Elder. You know, it was like Robert Elder was he's an arrogant jerk and la 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 la. And so I just did not like him. Yeah. And then um, we went to Bold, which is oh, yeah. uh, Keller Williams, you know, training. And it was I was in the back room standing up because I, I had a sciatic issue, so I couldn't sit. And he comes waltzing up next to me in a suit, and he's looking at me. I'm like, what do you want? You know, and I'm like, I already was like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you're like, get away. And then he starts making me laugh. And I'm like, dude, you're going to get us kicked out of here. And he's like, do you want to go to dinner? I'm like, no, but OK. <laughs> that, is, is that, was that the start? Yeah. That then, was the start. So was, then, we got to thank Bold for this. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Yeah. And yeah. Steve Collins. And, yeah. Because I was I was yes, meeting with true. Steve Collins one day and he's like, you, because he was trying to get me off my man diet and get me to think a little bit different. And he's like, you just need to write out like your perfect man and what your version is. And I remember mm. that I wanted a partner like a lot of, and I don't want this to come off wrong, but I didn't want to be taken care of. I didn't want to go marry somebody that had money and I didn't want to be alone. And I didn't want, I just wanted a partner in life. Somebody like yeah. that we could go together and build something. Yeah. And cause I did that before. And yeah. it was like, I just, so 
when we started talking that night, I was like, I, well, I could, I could do this. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Robert, your version. Go. So my version, same thing, <laughs> George Mercado, um, at the calling was actually later. I had actually messaged her on Facebook. She replied once and that was it. Totally ghosted me. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Then, you know, she was dating, I was dating, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I did call her about a listing yeah. and my version is that she was a little a little bit more than snarky, let's just say. <laughs> Borderline arrogant, like, I'm better than you, and this is why mine oh, sold and yours it. didn't. And I, I hung it. up the phone, and I was just like, well, mm-hmm-hmm, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So uh, fast forward then several months after that, and I knew that she was going to bold. Um, oh, you didn't tell me this. Yeah, yeah. Well, because oh, you, there you go. we finally got back on each other's Facebook. You had deleted me on Facebook. Uh, yeah. yeah, she had totally deleted oh, me. There you go. And so, you know, she's been to bold, like, I don't know, 6,752 times. And so and you I, hadn't been. No, no, no. I, yeah, I done been? it five okay. or six times. Yeah. So I'm like, OK, well, I'm going to go to bold. And uh, so, of course, you know, I get there all dressed up, blah, blah, blah. And, and I see her in the background and I'm thinking to myself, well, she shot me down once before. I'm in sales. I hear no all the time. Screw it. I'm going to go try again. <laughs> That's what went through Smart my man. mind. Yeah. Yeah. Smart so man. close the deal. Yeah. The rest is history. And yeah. I mean, but but I will say this from the moment that I interacted with her that day, I was like, she's the one period. Wow. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. And so then you start slowly start coming with this idea of the Ropex group. Yeah. That, and so how how did y'all start? Because obviously it, slow. <laughs> it was it, 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 it obviously because you had your brand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She has strong brand. You yep. had a strong brand. Yep. And usually two strong brands. It's really hard to put that together for sure right for sure. It, it, it it's difficult not only from the stance of hey what is this going to look like what right. is it how how did you even get to the point to to that who came up with ropex that was entirely her oh and wow. we were we were in vegas yeah. at, at a kw convention it was not mega camp the other whatever it's called and I, yeah the family reunion okay and and she literally came up with that in like 0.32 seconds i think like uh you know okay let's do a name okay ropex all right Cool. That was it. You know, it was that quickly. But I'm going to I'm going to go back in time when we were, you know, still carrying each other's separate brands. We did go to our first listing appointment together. It was horrific. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We did I not, hear this we did not get the listing. <laughs> it was a really nice luxury listing in a downtown high rise. Kids running around like little wild Indians. I mean, it, it was honestly bad. And then, you know, we just didn't have our ebb and flow. Yeah. So, I didn't know when to jump in with her. She didn't know when to jump in with me. Yeah. The timing was yeah. way And off. I was so used to, like, I have a very, I had at the time a very scripted yes. listing presentation. I'm like, yeah. you're, like, stepping on my script, bro. Just yeah. like, you know, and then he would, like, he's all Mr. Relational and cool. Right. And I'm like. You're I'm, down to business. Yeah. You're, let's get She down. is. She yeah. is, like, so, <laughs> you know, by the book. And me, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stylistically, we are very, very different. But, you know, now looking back, I think that's that's what's made us who we are today. Yeah. I've learned. Yeah. learned Learned so much from her, um, and and my business has transformed. I mean, like ridiculously more because of that. No, that's huge. Well, that's I mean, same with me. Like I, he's a real strong negotiator, and and he's also a pest when it comes to like, you know, following up with people, and you know, not in a bad way, but very relational. And so those are things I didn't have. I was very much a cold caller and very much a prospector. He was very marketing based and. So we had very different approaches, yeah. but then when I, I mean, 
what I learned from him and then what he learned from me about I'm a systems and process person, you know, this is how we do it every time and it's consistent and, yeah. you know, so it just kind of started to work. Honestly, it's like from a business perspective, it is, it is a match made in heaven. It really is. No, seriously. It, no, it is. I mean, it, you know, it's ridiculous. I mean, the amount of growth that we've had since we officially merged our business is, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, it's phenomenal. Yeah. So, so think, I'm curious. So Stephanie, but prior to when, uh, uh, when y'all were separate, Basically, what would you do every year around about, you know, your volume? Eight to 10. Eight to 10. Yeah, and then what would like you do? 12 to 15. 12 to 15. Okay, so you got eight to 10, 12 to 15. And this is powerful for people to understand. And I know you guys will will expound upon this. So you add that together, it's about 20 million, somewhere roughly, right? And you go, okay, let's join forces, 20 million. But, but it didn't just go to 20 million, Mm-mm. right? What happened that first year, the next year, and the next year? Go. That was a lot. First year was like 21, 22 million, which right makes sense, there. right? And those are those are amazing numbers, and great numbers. Yeah, those are like big, big numbers. And then the next year was what thirty two, mm-hmm. then forty one, then right under fifty two last year. I mean, on this year we're on track to do sixty fives, maybe seventy, right around there. I mean, it, it's it's nuts. So so speak to this, Stephanie, and I because I I. I y- you both do a lot of training. You do a lot of, uh, y'all went to, what was the one class you went NLP. to? NLP. NLP, yeah. NLP, sorry. Speak to this. How How is that possible? How can two people, right, 8 million, 12 million, 10 million each, you're doing 20. How does that replicate and multiply to 60 to 50 million? You know, it's funny you mentioned NLP because I really think that was a transformation for me. We did two weeks in California and I was struggling because I wanted to be a coach. I wanted to get in the coaching side of it. And I was kind of burnt out on cold calls and real estate and expired listings. I was like, I would rather just, you know, help other people be successful. And we went to NLP. We did mm-hmm. um, lots of neurolinguistic you know, training. Uh, it that was, was training, but it was also like it's very in depth. I, yeah. I went specifically for my career. I was like, I want to know what I'm supposed to be doing. And I want to, you know, we, I mean, what was it that we did several different things, but we ended up doing like hip, hypnosis yep. and mm-hmm. full body catalepsy, all that stuff. But I came out of there and it was almost like, it was weird. Like a month later, I had no desire to be a coach. I wanted to go all in on real estate. Hmm. It was the weirdest thing. What year was that, Stephanie? 19. Yeah. Was so it was 19? right before yeah. the pandemic. Because it was right, yeah, before, right before, before the, the pandemic. pandemic. I remember when you went, because I had a lot of questions, because I saw the videos and it everything. Was crazy. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So NLP was kind of, what do you think happened there? No, obviously, the knowing, because you knew, like, mm-hmm. hey, I don't, need, I don't want to coach. I want to go all in on real estate. Mm-hmm. But what made you, like, make that switch? Because we all know Robert's all in on real estate. <laughs> yes. Yes. Robert's all in. You know, I don't know. I know it sounds silly, but it it so much happens at the subconscious and cellular level that we don't even know about. And when we were just focused on that and it, it just, it was just like, you just knew. I was like, I don't know how to explain it. It wasn't like I had some epiphany. It was just like, all right, this is what I'm doing. And the other just went away. The desire mm-hmm. just completely left. Mm-hmm. I had not thought about it again since. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I don't For know. you, Robert, what is what was NL, uh, NLP? What was that? Right. My, my how biggest, does that happen? My, my biggest takeaway. So, like, she's the one that wanted to go. And she's like, hey, do you want to go to this? I was like, yeah, sure. You know, we, we went ahead and went and I wanted to support her you know for her journey but my takeaway was I mean it was definitely eye-opening I I will say this in in almost an arrogant way you know I'm like 
I would not allow people to question me or anything like that. You know, when, when you've been doing it as long as I have, you just like, look, man, trust me. Okay. I got you this, you know, I'm working for you. I got, you know, but I wouldn't allow someone else's goggles, their optics. And I, I didn't want to see that this opened my eyes to that, you know, mm -hmm. so I could understand, okay, everyone sees their different story. You know, the three of us could be in the exact same room, all see the same thing, but we're all going to have a different story to it. And now I respect that. So um, it really opened up my mind to the other story, someone else's other opinion. So. Now, that's, that's powerful in real estate. Mm -hmm. Like that, and not only in real estate, but as a team, yeah. right? So like, so I, cause I would imagine when y'all first were working together, this was probably one of the most difficult things y'all probably ever did, right? Tough. Like, like yeah. in the beginning, because she has her goggles, mm -hmm. her lenses, mm -hmm. you have your lenses, but now you've got to figure out how do we, how do we meld this together right. and really create the yin and the yang? Because you really have that, you know, yeah. with your both, with your strengths, for you sure. know what I mean? Yeah, for That's sure. cool. That is really cool. And very few people get to a place where they're willing to kind of drop their ego, drop the, you know, like okay, she's better at that than I am, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because I know my wife is better at most things than I am, right? Like, I just, you just know, you know what I mean? So coming now into this season that we're in, you know, we just had it announced, mm -hmm. you know, that it's official, it's a recession, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I'm curious from from your both your perspectives, and one of y'all can jump in, is what is the what is the story and the perspective that you're telling your clients? Do you want to answer? Yeah, I think um, I'm. I try to tune out the news because ultimately, like when I go down that rabbit trail, then I start second guessing and not being there present for my clients. I really think that everybody who has to make a move has to make a move. Yeah. If you're a military and you're PCSing, if you're um, you know, upside, like today I saw the interest rate on the closing disclosure at 6.1%. And it's like, I haven't seen that in a long, ever, like in a long time. Right. Yeah. And so, but this is a family that bought a house and they wanted, he and got a happy. raise. And they, got happy, a, yeah. they bought a, they bought a farm. He got a raise. <laughs> they wanted to raise their children, yeah. you know, in that environment. So people move for different reasons. And I think when you get into real estate, everything, especially when you invest, cause we're both investors as well, you think it's all about the numbers, but it's not. It's about where people are and yeah. buying and selling real estate is not like what people think. It's not about numbers. It's about what's going on in their life. Right. And yeah. so when you tune out the news and just focus on the human in front of you of how can we help you in this situation, that's a, the other noise doesn't matter. That's yeah. just my perspective. There, every day, I love that. every day that goes by, there's always a reason for real estate, whether it's marriage, divorce, death, um, moving in, moving out, you know, kiddos being born, kiddos moving out, uh, raises like these people. Um, they don't, they don't pay attention to the number and that's where people get their, it's really skewed listening to the news right now because everyone's, Oh, it's the number. It's the number. It's a number. No, it's not. It's their life. Mm -hmm. and, and at the end of the day, life happens. Life yeah. just happens. And, it doesn't, yeah. I love and that. life yeah. doesn't care if there's a recession or not. Yeah. Life right. doesn't care. Yeah. Right. You know? So that perspective, if every agent could grab hold of that, I think the 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 doubt, mm -hmm. fear, right? Like anxiety. Right. I think a lot of that would start to subside and you'd actually get to work. Right. Right. You'd actually just get back to work. When you look at the numbers of the other downturn that we had, you know, oh eight, oh nine of how many homes were still sold in the United States, it was just a bit under 4 million. Mm. So when you look at the numbers of, you know, the, the 
craziest market that we ever just came out of, the number's just a bit above six million. Mm. Hello, even in that time, which that that was a bad time. I mean, I had friends, tons of friends that literally went bankrupt. Mm. People that lost 50% of their valuation, you know, but they were doing loans. I mean, if you had, a, you know, they, they put a mirror underneath your nose and if, they, if it fogged, <laughs> yeah. you got a loan. Yep. Yeah. It's yep. not like that anymore. No. So true. many things are very, very different. And I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that either it's the fear mongers out there that are just, you know, trying to stir the pot. Um, you know, there's one Patrick Bat David that, that we just love and respect, but I mean, he's turned into a fear monger. Mm. And at the, end of, at the end of his show, he's promoting his big event. Mm. So it's like, oh, so that's why you're doing uh, this. You know, so shame on you. That, that, yeah. that I, I don't, I don't like that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's using, you know, current situations in the news to to promote or 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 like you for say, their own benefit. It's for their own benefit, yeah. which is unfortunate. That's yeah. that is definitely unfortunate. So coming to uh, where like like this very moment, I'm super excited. The cover of Luxury yeah, Magazine. We are too. Here's the crazy <laughs> thing. I just got a, a notice. We're gonna get it today. <gasps> it's coming no. today. Yes. Oh. So uh, talk about this listing because obviously people are gonna hear the podcast. Mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit about it. We had a little event there. Not a little. I mean, <laughs> what did we have? Like 200 people. It was a lot people? of people. It was a, it was was a big event. It was thinking awesome. It yeah. was a, a lot of people Thank that you. came out. Tell us about the house um, and, and then how people can learn more about this uh, beautiful house that's going to be on the next cover. Well, we have, I mean, I think she's like a sister from another mister. This woman we met, her name is Teresa about what, when was it? About, about four, years four years ago? ago. Yeah, about four years she ago. She did one of her flips and she, I just instantly liked her. She's just yeah. cool down to earth, but she's young. She's very young. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. I'm like, Super she's talented, talented but yep. she just like in her way, just like, I want to do higher in houses. I don't want to do this anymore. And, and I'm like, okay. I'm well, tired of this six you know, to 700,000. And then like she calls us, she goes, all right, I just bought this house. And I'm like, she not kidding. She ain't messing around. Um, but she's extremely talented. Yeah. Um, she's a licensed plumber, commercial plumber. Okay. Mas master plumber. Master plumber. Yeah. I mean, it's that's just, her treat. That's, yes. her, that's, that's, that's her main. But company. she's an she artist as well. Like we bought some of her art recently. I mean, she's just. I'm like, do you sleep? I mean, she's yeah. just insanely talented and and a hard worker. Yeah. And so um, when she bought this property, I mean, everybody in Castle Hills was like watching it, and yeah. I'm sure. I mean, they were. It was just a big deal. Right. Um. But what she created was just art. It right. truly is. I and mean, we there's really, not a part yeah. of the house that's not stunning. Yeah. yeah. She, she, we, we wanted to really support her. This will be about, I think, probably the eighth or ninth sale that we've represented her on. Yeah. And I mean, this is, this is her piece de resistance. You know, yeah. we, we really wanted to give her a platform. And, you know, thanks to your amazing magazine and publication, you know, she's going to have that platform. So it was a big surprise for us to tell her, hey, we kind of played it off like we didn't make the cover. Just kidding. <laughs> And, the, and, and Teresa and Robert are like brother and sister. They're arguing, and then I, I have know. to be the mediator. We're always arguing in a playful way. Like, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm excited for her because I really do yeah. think she's going to be one of San Antonio's, you know, next special, yeah. you know, developers for sure. Yeah. Now, so I remember the first house that I saw of hers. We did a class in it. It was in back yeah. in 2020. Yeah. It was in Alhambra, East East, uh, East Terra Alta. Yeah. East Terra. Yeah. That was stunning. Yeah. yeah. What she did there. So that was stunning. one of that was one of like 
you know, she started off in a very entry level price point. Yeah. Her flips and were very, very basic. Yeah. That was one of her very, very first like super elevated okay. ones. And that was a beautiful house. It I mean, was. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, one of the pieces of art that we bought uh, two weekends ago was in that house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, and then the one that you're getting too. So, yeah. No. So, we're excited about that. When we saw what she did, you know, we're like, okay, this person's special. Let's, let's cultivate this relationship. How did y'all meet? How did you meet, Teresa? She was actually selling. She was the listing agent on her own house, oh, and and admit, yeah. So she she is a licensed yeah, she's agent. Got, like, what doesn't she do? I know. <laughs> what else does she do? So, does she have a podcast? I mean, come on. <laughs> she probably should. <laughs> That's awesome. But Ste- Stephanie and I went and visited her. I think she was doing an open house or something like that. No, you convinced her to meet with. That's us. That's right. That's right. I convinced her to meet with us. You guys were at tenacious sob. These, these two again. It. This is where I should have seen the relationship start. I saw it on the wall, they were discussing like realtor fees and I'm like, dude, just, can you just come up with a number that makes sense to get in with her? Right. And so we were, we're, like, we were already they were arguing. arguing. I'm like, hey, <laughs> Teresa, how about, you know, let's do it for $7,500 flat fee. And she yeah. just went like, okay. Like basically just, okay, give us a try. Yeah. And, and then after, after that, the rest is history. Yeah. Like she would, she would never hire anyone else. And she has her yeah. team. Yeah. You know, she has a, a great designer. She has a great architect. She's the great builder. She has her amazing real estate agents. <laughs> I love it. But now, yeah. here's what I just heard and is the beauty of what you guys have built with Ropex, right? You've got the negotiating side, right? You get that. But you picked up on, mm-hmm. let's just meet where she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. she could see that perspective. No, that that's why she is right? so important to the business. I mean, again, I I will, I will take this to my grave, and I'll yeah. say this. You know, I I've never been as successful as I have since I've been with her because she has taught so much and brought so much yeah. to the table for our business. So it's like, yeah, she picked up on it. I didn't. Yeah. You know, that was that was my arrogant side. It's like I was like, oh, you know, and she yeah. was like, no, let's do this and. Boom, you know, and now we have this great relationship with a wonderful developer in town who who we yeah. enjoy working with. That's thanks I'm to a, her. I'm a good co-pilot. Yes, yeah, no, no. Well, I mean, you mean or main pilot, right? I was going to say, yeah, that's not a co-pilot because I can walk away from the plane and the plane will do just fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> she should be flying yeah, it. She'll be doing loop to loops and stuff. She could take care of it. Yeah, like I look, I Put I in the know back, the power. Have a coffee. <laughs> I know the power of what my wife and I have created because I think back to Luxury Home Magazine. Where yeah. We're both real estate agents. I don't know if you know this story, mm-hmm. but Christina and I, I was a teacher for 11 years and Christina was in real estate. She sold homes for Newmark. Okay. She actually sold I didn't in know that. Uh, okay. Evans Ranch. Yeah, yeah. And then she moved to the Mesas with okay. McNair. She right. sold uh, uh, for McNair. And so when she got out of the business, she's like, I want to be a realtor. And I was like, really? And uh, she goes, no, 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 you're coming with me. She was pregnant with Enzo at the time. So she gets her, we both get our real estate license and we do that for about two years. And she was really, really heavy on listings. She loved to list. I think at one point we had, I don't know, 20 listings, something crazy like that because uh, she had made some relationships and we had some investors and this was right in 2009. Mm. people okay. were liquidating and during that time she's like i think we should start a magazine <laughs> you know like, huh? and so that was kind of the start of wow. where we kind of came to today and even when we went to purchase the magazine when we went to like do the because it was a franchise when we met with them originally christina was supposed to start the magazine wow. and she was going to sell it and i was going to keep doing my educational consulting 
couple of things happened in the mix of, of all of that. And I started the magazine and it was a perfect yin and yang because she was like, you can kind of be out there because I'm a people person. I right. love being around people. Yeah. Not that she doesn't, but I was like, that's the part that I kind of enjoy. It gives me energy. And for her, it was like, you know, running things in the background, making mm -hmm. sure that we had amazing things going on. So, yeah, that yin and yang is powerful, mm -hmm. you know, and. Yeah. So so to wrap this up, I, I I think I'm really curious if you were sitting across from an agent right now. So let's just say an agent was sitting in you and they're they wide eyed because you get this all the time. I'm sure you guys walk into the office and agent walks up. Oh, my gosh. Like, hey, how do you do it? Yeah. Like if if there was one piece of advice that you could give an agent that was either starting uh, or maybe a starting agent and then somebody that's five years in, what would you tell them? Start. For me, um, I would definitely say constant learning. Ar arrogance is so big in this industry and people, oh, well, I know this and I know that. And, you know, 31 years of being in the business, I don't know it all, but I love learning about it. I mean, every day we start off our day trying to learn something, you know, in our readings and our, what we listen to. You know, we have our automobile university. We're either listening to as we're driving around to podcasts, YouTube's books constant learning to mm. elevate your game because the game changes you know the game ain't the same from when i, I was doing it 30 years ago right. this game is moving quickly yeah. and so we really really have to continue to stay on our a game by by knowledge by learning okay i'm gonna come back to that okay what would you tell them i would say it's a journey i mean all the things I didn't know when I first got into it and I was still closing deals actually helped me. And I will, can I tell a quick story? Please. When COVID started, we turned down listings because we thought people were crazy because of the prices that they wanted. Mm -hmm. And the COVID agents didn't know any better. So they yeah, would freaking list them and sell them. And we were like, what is happening? That hurt us because That's we didn't really know. Yeah. And then when we started catching on to the pattern, then we like go, okay, we're, we, we got it. And then we were fine. But I let, I literally turned down a ranch that sold that I was like, there's no way this thing's going to sell. It's it been on the not, market like five yeah, times. Exactly. It never it's sold. been on the market several times. And he was like, well, some California is going to come buy it. And I'm like, you think because we're come from California, we're dumb? Like, yeah. I mean, no, this one was dumb and let it go. And that woman, they hired someone else and she sold it yeah. in a week. Yeah. But we didn't know what we didn't know. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes not knowing's good. I think, I think sometimes we we always look back and we think, oh gosh, if we only knew then what we know now. But yeah. I don't think so. If yeah. I think it's good not to know. I think you just go into it, just embrace it for what it is, accept yeah. where you are, and just continue to grow and look at it as a long term thing. Yeah. You yeah. know, everybody thinks they've got to you know come out swinging and you know close fifty deals their first year. But if you close five and you can eat. Yeah. Go you. Yeah. You learn something. Seriously. Next year, double it. You know, that's I think would probably be just Yeah, I think there's a there's a big misconception with, you know, agents when they're getting into this business. They're one, they immediately want to be a luxury agent <laughs> when they haven't sold anything. And I'm like, okay, all right, so all right, true. trigger, chill out. You yeah. know? Or they want to be doing I want to be closing, you know, twelve deals a month. I was like, focus on one. Yeah. Because it's hard to get that one a month. Yeah. You know. So And service your client yes. and learn your product. I mean, that's yeah. and then your database. I mean, that's it's critical. So mm -hmm. you, uh, you you called it Automobile University. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. love that. So what are you listening to now? Right. I'm just curious. What are you listening to now? Is there a particular book you're listening to now? I read about four books at a time. Mm -hmm. the I'm same like, way. Uh, um, but what I really love yeah. is um, 
You're a badass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm reading. You're a badass at making yeah. money right now. She's funny. Yeah, she's Je- hilarious. Jen's scenario. Yes. yes. Funny. She's hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. I'm liking that one. Okay. And what uh, are you listening to? I was to? listening to Ed Milet this morning. I'm actually reading oh, his, his book, book as well. Yeah. So I'm reading his new book, but I was listening to his podcast this morning. Okay. And it was about branding. And I just had like I had a ton of ahas while I was listening to it. Yeah. The, during sure. the podcast. During the podcast. Okay, I'm gonna go check that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It just it just dropped like two days ago. Okay. So, so I, oh go no, please, please. But I think and anytime you're an entrepreneur, I think Elon Musk said this, like, do you what would you say like to encourage an entrepreneur? And he said, like, if you need to encourage an entrepreneur, you're not an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, God bless Elon Musk. Cause he's right. It's uh, so true. It's so true. But yeah. I mean, it's up to us to nurture ourselves and our mind and, yeah. and, and focus. And, and I think mindset is everything. Yeah. Mindset a hundred percent is everything. I mean, this is an industry that you will get kicked in the gut and the teeth countless times a day yeah. and then you have to get up with a smile and dust yourself off you know because no one's gonna no one's gonna listen to your pity party no one yeah. cares no one cares, no one cares. Yeah. no one cares i always tell robert it's like every day is disneyland and we're <laughs> mickey mouse you know <laughs> you can't i love that i, love that. <laughs> I mean but that's yeah. the truth of it <laughs> no seriously yeah right now i don't y'all are familiar with ryan holiday yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay. i love him so yep. obstacle is the way yes, yes that's a great, that's a book. great right? book i keep going back and listening it's you know really to that book, book you know and ego, and, and, is, and ego is the enemy the enemy that was oh boy real man. good for me boy yeah. did that ever speak to me yeah that's yeah. A, gr- a great book i i think i think that's anybody that's in the business those are books that they need yes. to read especially I, we actually read that during the pandemic did you we were okay. reading that in a mastermind during the pandemic oh, really? which was really interesting um but i'm curious what is the book you most give away Ooh. For, what is the book that you like for me you um, want you're like you have to go read this book for me i'm gonna go old school it's the e-myth but yeah michael gerber dude yep i literally I've given every book, entrepreneur yeah. about that book yep i've given that book away countless times yes yeah you babe oh my there's so many um i know the go-giver it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like I like that book. And Great then the one I, I, I love that I hold, you know, dear to my heart, especially in the craziness of COVID was Untethered Soul. Oh, Just about, about you that. know. I haven't read that one yet. Yeah. Being present, letting go. Because, I mean, so much of this industry, like, there's so much out of our control. Yes. And, you know, to keep your sanity when you're doing a bunch of deals is just right. to, like. You know, let yeah, it go. Yesterday, I had, a, I had a, it was a phone call, as a matter of fact, on Hibiscus, yeah. and a very successful spine surgeon moving into San Antonio, and we we got into the in the paint hard. We started talking about watches and stuff like that, but he made a comment, and I didn't even share this with you. He made a comment saying, you know, you agents who perform at an extreme high level, you don't get enough recognition for all that you do. Mm. Wow. And I was like, wow, he goes, yeah, you spend serious money on marketing, you know, elevating yourself, promoting your clients. He goes, I have a lot of friends here that perform at a high level. He goes, I know your job is tough. He goes, so kudos to you. And I was like, that that's nice because you'll also see so much of the flip side, you know, oh, realtors, they're overpaid, they're this, they're that. And I was like, man, you know what? Spend a week in our shoes, buddy. Yeah. You know, spend a week in Real our life. shoes when we're, we're, you know, closing five deals a week and 
all hell is breaking loose. And here we're, we're, we're just trying to keep it together for our clients. Cause at the end of the day, we, that's, I know for a fact why Stephanie and I are so successful is because we actually care. Mm. We really do care too much. Sometimes Some, to it, to a degree too yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's the power of the, the success, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. Right. And when they know you and they like you and they trust you, right. They're yeah. going to, they're going to, want to finish that deal and make it happen yeah. well listen the ropex group uh, is this your first pro- podcast together have y'all done one together we yeah. did one uh, yeah with mark jones yeah oh, that's jones, awesome that's, right. yeah, 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 that's yeah. awesome well yeah. i'm glad you were on the tm3 impact podcast Thank you really appreciate you and uh, you're going to be seeing that cover here shortly we should have it here I think by 12 o'clock. <gasps> so, yeah. I'll be coming exciting. back. Exciting. I'll be coming yeah. back. Exciting. Super exciting. Thanks again. You guys have an amazing day and enjoy your TM3 Impact mugs. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Love it. Alrighty. Love it. Take care.